بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله Brothers and sisters, welcome back tonight to another episode on Let's Talk with Aima. Yours truly sat here, smart if I must say so myself, and I'm joined tonight by, um, as always, the evergreen, ever-present, oops, uh, evergreen, ever-present, Didi, and next to him, the crowd favourite, the one and only... (laughs) What they've all been waiting for and asking for. The the myth, the legend <laughs> that is Imam Adil. They all wanted it. Welcome. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> Hat trick episode for me tonight. <laughs> Call it off. Uh, Call it off. It's not going to go far. It's not going to get planned. Uh, it's too formal, this. Imam Adil is... People don't know Imam Adil the way I know him. Well, obviously. And, uh, obviously, <laughs> and the way... <laughs> and the way Didi knows him. Oh, this is our elder brother. This is my elder brother. I'm in tears. I can't believe it again. <laughs> But anyway, as I was saying, hat trick episode, so it's a a bit of a milestone for me today. I wasn't expecting to be on after my last performance, to be honest. But seeing as uh, there's a bit of a demand in the public domain, it's good to be back on with uh, Aima himself. Thank you very much, Imam Sab. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, to tonight's episode of Let's Talk with Aima. Today is going to be uh, another discussion on marriage. Not the same one, because last night we spoke quite extensively in detail. Rumour has it that you were watching and then fell asleep during <laughs> it. it. It can't have been that boring. Mm-hmm. But um, there were around uh, 200 odd people <coughs> tuned in to watch, learn, study, uh, be inspired, enjoy educated in relation to and in regards to marriage pre-marriage if we can put it that way pre-marriage as in finding a spouse and the struggles and the difficulties uh, in in finding a spouse in the 21st century the the um, the hardships that parents go through children go through men go through women go through boys go through girls go through in that aspect in that regards and you know we, we got quite an insight from Didi on his little journey on on where he is today and um oh, I bet you're itching itching and dying to interrogate me on how my journey well, that's it, that's started oh. and how it's going that's and for, where it's gonna but end up I think it, I mean people I, mm. I had feedback I'd say 98% was positive there were people constructively giving feedback and and, you know, it was said to me that, you know, th- at times I was quite too open about these issues and stuff. And I and I will argue this point again and again that oh, if we, the clergy, the religious clergy, if we, the, the ulama and people in this position are not open about this topic, then how do we expect to guide, inspire people uh, towards... Um, 
fulfilling this sunnah and, and give them guidance on this. People are in need of guidance, not just on marriage, they just need guidance in the day and age we live in. We live in uh, seriously uh, deceptive, confusing, misguiding times. It's easy, it is easy to get misled than it is to be led in the right track. There's more wrong out there happening than right. And it's, it's um, advocated and marketed more than, than the good that's there. But that's a topic for another day. Imam Adil, uh, if you could shed some light on finding a spouse. I mean, we touched on the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa last night uh, with regards to um, <coughs> when what to look for in a spouse, the four characteristics Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam mentioned, hmm. you know, righteousness, piety, you know, character, uh, deen, all being one and different words and terms I've just used and then status, uh, appearance, looks and, and wealth and and you know these are all valid points to look at but hmm. if a young 20 year old came to you which I'm sure your inbox is filled with many uh, examples of people who, who need guidance Imam Saab I want to get married to this girl or I've got this situation what would you advise them on, on finding a spouse how would you, how would you do it um I think first and foremost, my inbox isn't as full as you assume it to be. <coughs> and certainly uh, people are not looking for guidance before they get married as opposed to uh, whilst they're married. Uh, or usually, uh, I was actually mentioning this today um, at a function that I attended after Salatul Jumu'ah, um, that uh, the two most common questions that were asked about are Zakat and Talaq uh, and it's, it's a real shame uh, people are looking for loopholes uh, and ways out of not paying Zakat they find it and deem it to be a burden a penalty uh, and similarly uh, due to a lack of education mm. uh, ignorance which is prevalent amongst people khastor in our communities uh, Talaq is on the increase uh, and sadly nikah is on the decrease um, so it's um, it's good it's refreshing to uh, see and hear uh, yesterday's podcast I, I caught some aspects of it and was filled in on the uh, more dramatic aspects uh, later on um, but uh, young Simba was on last <coughs> night I yes. think sat in the same seat as me and um, I think he did quite well. He gave a good perspective of um, youngsters and what they look for in a spouse and the challenges that they face. And uh, in all honesty, uh, I think um, in the day and age that we live in, it's absolutely fundamental, crucial uh, that uh, youngsters do find uh, a spouse sooner rather than later. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people... Um, I like this period of messing around uh, and getting away with things for as long as they can get away with it for um, without parents being made aware or without any pressure uh, sometimes driven by their career or motivated by um, having some sort of a social standing or status in society um, this is why we see that now uh, Sisters in particular, young uh, Muslim sisters, uh, are delaying getting married 
to a later age, late 20s, early 30s, even mid 30s, dare I say it. And uh, coming back to a hadith sharif of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, said that uh, you shouldn't delay in three things: huh? tawbah, janaza, and if uh, the uh, woman, yani the daughter, has reached an age where she is able to marry, uh, you shouldn't delay in this. But we see this, unfortunately, uh, we see this. Um, so. I think uh, a lot of these aspects were touched upon yesterday. I don't think there's much that I can add. Uh, you've alluded to the Hadith Sharif of the four qualities. I think one thing I can mention is, again, we see what people put out on social media. Sometimes this quote of, I'm looking for somebody to wake me up for Fajr. The, uh, you ask yourself that, uh, you know, you wait, uh, you're waiting for somebody. I love these points. You're waiting for somebody to wake you for Fajr, then it's uh, quite uh, easy and quite cheap. Buy yourself an, an alarm, alarm clock. clock. Yep. Mm? If you're waiting for something or someone, uh, buy yourself an alarm clock. Uh, or similarly, uh, more common is, uh, I'm going to marry somebody who's going to look after my parents. Well, brother, it's not your wife's responsibility to look after your parents. It's your responsibility. And I think that's a cultural uh, misconception. Uh, I think that's a common word that I'll use tonight, keywords, buzzwords, cultural misconception um, that uh, we assume that it's the daughter-in-law's responsibilities uh, to look after. She does it out of her own uh, neki. Uh, it is mustahab, uh, zada to zada. Uh, you can say uh, that there is great reward in this, no doubt. Ultimately and fundamentally, it is the responsibility of the son and or sons uh, to look after and uh, provide for and take care of. I'm going to touch on one of your uh, buzzwords. Mother and you, father. You, you will use the word cultural and I'm, I'm going to take the word culture. Hmm. Culture versus religion. Where, where are we, Imam Adil? To what extent can we accept and adopt culture? Yeah. To what extent can we adopt and uh, accept culture? Yeah. Well, According to, you know, religious There tradition. are aspects of the uh, religion which have been um, accommodating. accommodated uh, through the cultural norms and practices of the Arabs uh, and Ahlul Makkah and Ahlul Medina of the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There is no doubt in that. Um, but uh, clearly, Nabi Salatu Wasalam uh, on the occasion of the farewell Hajj uh, said that all of the practices of ignorance have been abolished, uh, crushed under my feet, Aukamakal, uh, and uh, we we find that Huzu Jane Jana Rasuli Akram Sallallahu came to remove these uh, ignorant cultural. Uh, Practices were but not every prevalent. Uh, for example, the common one that comes to mind is burying, burying daughters, daughters uh, yeah. alive. Uh, that was more cultural than religiously uh, motivated. And then Nabi Sallallahu of course, highlighted the maqam of a uh, woman, uh, a daughter, a wife, a mother uh, in different ways. Uh, and we, we know uh, of the different ways in which the Prophet Sallallahu did this, no doubt, that uh, Jannah has been placed under the feet of the uh, mother. Uh, and the wife is the one who uh, completes half of your iman. Uh, and similarly, uh, 
the uh, daughter is the one that if you take care of her nurture her ویسے When in reality... Yeah, was it your turn today? Now, huh? You think you're going to start crying now? No, no, I, I'm, it's I'm your a, turn a bit more braver. Hey. Uh, a bit more, Ooh. what do you call it? Uh, You've not <laughs> been through as many battles as I have. Uh, well, we all have uh, the battle against the nafs. <laughs> the uh, nafs is his own thing. I'm just talking generally. Man jahada nafsahu fi ta'atillah. Al mujahidu man jahada nafsahu. I was going to come to that word, but... Zahari gala firu. Only a Mujahid would know, huh? Only a Mujahid would know. He's dropped a point in you there. You like I mean, that, eh? I was going to mention the word Mujahid. Really. Hello, I, I've done it. Yeah, Nevertheless, yeah. Imam Adil, we was on about... Um, you have to to be when you sit with this guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just scrutinizes every single point. No, man, I'm not. It's, it's uh, how you were brought up in class, uh, man. Screw and camera just having a laugh. Yeah, in no, class, no, you know no. how it was, man. It was always about this, you know, looking in depth and, you know, analyzing Ibarat uh, and... You know, scrutiny and making sure Chalo we can identify the... No, no, I didn't even, I didn't even say it like that. I didn't even say it in the... Why do you get defensive? Because I know what you're like. No, no <laughs> this is the problem with... Dare I use the word uh, live? You know, th- please don't get defensive. Jawad, we need a... It's been a very long day. Yes, I'll please this podcast. Can you... People, just a quick discussion. Imam Adil, please say your traditional <laughs> words. You've uh, had a long um, class and you've had... Mashallah, we've just had uh, <laughs> 25 brothers and sisters who've uh, completed the three-hour course on the life of uh, Al-Masih, Sayyidina Isa, the son oh. of Maryam. And uh, Alhamdulillah, like I said, we had uh, Nikah to conduct after Salatul Jumu'ah. I think Hafsab had one as well today. Yeah, I conducted one today as well. Yeah, Hafsab's done one after a while. Uh, we've come... Uh, Fresh off Nikaz today. Gee, oh. gee, so it's been, and then obviously we had the Juma duties, uh, responsibilities. Yeah. I know, it feels like a Saturday today. It does, yeah. Saying yeah. that I did the Juma, of course, I was here for Juma and everything. And Very speak. busy today, Al Hikam. I was good, uh, well, pl- pleased to see, and it was good to see. Well, uh, you know, a lot of youngsters. the crowds are always here. And I tell you what, it was majority young people here mm. today. Mm. I mean, it's always young people, but this? there's a lot of students. Yeah. You know, Mumsy bought his kids, Mumsy and all all the lads mm, who, who are yeah. regulars, they bought the children today because obviously they're off school good. and stuff. It's good. So it, it was really, really uh, That's a, to see a that. testimony to the uh, efforts and hard work of yourself and obviously the team here. Uh, for since the day we've opened, we've always had uh, the Juma sermon in English. And people know that it's a means of attraction. Uh, not knocking any other uh, masjid here in Bradford. Uh, there are a few exceptions, but... 
the reality is that they know that their kids are going to get something go away with uh, something be that one statement one jumla one sentence or even the whole beyond today mm. and and uh, you know playstation 5 and how these games are created to program young children mm. from a very young age and they'll grow out of it and i cited the example of our uh, you know tr- i was truly i didn't mention Afrizah because he went through that phase but mustafa's just gone out of that phase now he didn't he don't play mm. no games anymore oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was always on it well, he you know he beat me in nba 2k today so so he, he must be well chuffed yeah, saying that you know we, we don't spend as much time as we used no, to no, on it no don't meaning <coughs> we grow out of it and kids will grow out of it but i think it's dangerous and detrimental they become addicted and junkies i think the lockdowns bringing making them addicted again and you know addicted to cons- console games and passing their time and is this a good pastime I don't think so, and I think we need to focus more on education, the history of Islam, and stuff. So that's what I spoke on today. You can check the lecture out on uh, Al Hikam Media's YouTube channel. Uh, the Juma is uploaded on their live, also on my Facebook page as well. It was recorded and uploaded live as I was delivering. But I'm um, coming back to the question on culture, Imam Adil. Oh, there are certain aspects which the Prophet ﷺ did not abolish because it did not contradict the teachings of Islam. You were going to give an example. Meaning that. The example would be the one where say the Aisha and the Prophet witnessed the, the Ethiopian Africans who came to the masjid and started dancing, mm. hopping on one leg and uh, thrusting the spears in the air in joy and happiness on the day of Eid and saying, Muhammadun Abdun Saleh, Muhammadun Abdun Saleh. It wasn't an Arab cultural practice. It was more you know, common amongst the African community. But they express this way of happiness mm. and the prophet alayhi salatu you know admired what they did and they heard them chanting his name sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wasallam and see the aisha was watching and see the aisha was asked you know what do you want do you want do you, do you want to continue watching this and mm. to which they said yes and and the reason she gave why is because the prophet alayhi salatu actually had the arm around her and and they were watching it together and this is an example of someone that was from a different culture, which Nabi Salaam didn't uh, condone, they didn't condemn. So if there's something happening within culture which is good, it, <coughs> according to this, it tells us you can continue that. But if what is happening in culture contradicts the Quran and Sunnah and our religion, then we should avoid that, like forced marriages, culturally might be accepted. Well, you're talking well, about culture and you talked about the Arab culture. I think we've adopted more of the Hindu culture for our weddings, Imam Adil. Would you not agree? Cause, uh, a lot of the <coughs> Hindu I think that's obviously the route that he wants to take the discussion no, no, down. Abdusab took that himself and, oh, and, right. and, you know, it's, it's a great way of taking it. I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say those cultures, they're not. If they're pagan practices, we're not here to say they're yeah. like, we, what's wrong is wrong, simple. What we're trying to say is that there's certain cultural mindsets and mentalities that our parents may have where you have to marry a raja has to marry a raja a chaudhry yeah. has to marry a chaudhry <coughs> you know a uh, you, you have to only marry a pakistani you can't marry a, a from a different race a different caste which yep. we t- touched on it yesterday that's culturally imam adil that's not islamic islam says if you find somebody who's righteous and practicing and good for your faith then marry them yeah. You know, irrespective of their culture and uh, irrespective of their race and the and 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 uh, any of that regard, and you know, that's I actually said this once in a bayan in Blackburn, uh, Madrid Masjid, Lancaster Place. Uh, I think the 
topic was uh, Kabul hai uh, organized by a very good friend of mine uh, Asim Chishti Sab um, and I said actually and I don't know whether you would uh, agree with this and we sometimes do sit and discuss and have a uh, post-mortem on some of my more controversial statements but uh, I don't think this one came to your attention so I said that the most racist group of uh, people and obviously we can only um, uh, relate with those that we have interaction with I said that w some of the most uh, racist group of individuals are uh, Mirpuris and Pakistanis oh yeah definitely you know, I was in Bolton for three and a half years at Makkah Masjid. Many of you, uh, the brothers who are watching, uh, Usman from Bolton watching at the moment, uh, will remember that time, a good time, fruitful time. And I saw this there as well. Uh, uh, he clear, clear, should I say, discrimination. Um, and, and there was prejudice towards uh, the Pakistani community, uh, uh, towards the Gujarati community. Gujarati, yeah, you know, and, and we see this in our Masajid, unfortunately. You know, well, can a Pakistani marry a Bengali? Can yeah. a Pakistani marry a Gujarati? Can a Pakistani it's marry? It's very a rare, isn't it? Because we've built these, you know, these barriers, walls, and barriers up that you know mm. you can't marry a Bangladeshi girl or you can't marry a Bangladeshi guy, and you can't marry a, a Turk or because they're not part of your. I'll play devil's advocate, but they do have a point, though. I mean, if a Pakistani girl's gonna go marry a, a Bengali guy, I'm just gonna do it from the parents. You're just playing a bit. You know. No, but is, is marriage about a risk? Yeah, there's a risk because she's gonna go into a brand new culture. She don't know what's going on. She don't know the kind of food they eat. She don't know how they mom and dad are and everything. So. No, but if they're compatible and we're saying religion is the key ingredient and yeah. and yeah. they they uh, love each other or that love will flourish or whatever you want to take the discussion and angle down, uh, what's wrong with it? We don't see enough of it. And did the Prophet yeah. marry? Uh, you know, it w wasn't the examples Maria Kiptiya? She was an Egyptian, mm. you know. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ married Sayyida, um, so, was it Safiya? Radiallahu anha, the huh? Safiya bint Huyi bin al Akhtab, huh? uh, the, uh, the Jewish man. From amongst the descendants of Sayyidina Harun. Sayyidina Harun, mm. yes, Imam Adil, I seen you look at me thinking, well, will he but get I was it? waiting, I was waiting. Yeah. So she Sophia and, and, and she was she was a Jewish mm. from a Jewish background. So culturally, Nabi Lai mm. broke these barriers and, and then, stereotypes. Uh, not just with the common uh, aspect of the eleven pure azwaj mutahharat ummahatul uh, mu'minin, which is that apart from say the Aisha who was untouched, uh, the rest of them were either. Uh, divorced or they were this yesterday. you did probably I'm, I'm pretty sure you would have yeah uh, and 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 you know re-emphasizing that point again but yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. a couple of years back going back to Bolton again one brother in particular wanted to marry a divorcee and he was in a, a very stressful uh, and, sticky, and situation. A sticky situation his parents were adamant that he doesn't marry her unalaka shukara mashallah they've come round to the idea but I think initially there is a lot of uh, reservation and uh, uh, this scared is breaking barriers mm. and, and and building understanding and you know our parents the older generation they they, they used to this is us this is, we're content why why rock the boat when it's working that's what they're thinking which isn't a bad thing it's not a bad thing I'm not saying it's a bad thing I'm not condoning that but I'm saying at the same time the way the world is moving forward we're in a global village relax. 
Hmm. Open your options. And I want to just put a disclaimer in here. Yesterday's uh, podcast is not gospel. What was said is not what you are going through. It was just experiences that me, Afisab, Simba, and that we've heard of and we shared. That's all it was. There's no, there's no right or wrong in that aspect of what we have said. I mean, we've shared experience and we've just had a general, uh, fruitful, in-depth, insightful conversation and, 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 and podcasted it. Simple. So people shouldn't think, well, he said this and that's it. No. Every person's marital situation and circumstance is different. Different. Every mm. single. There's nobody's... Who, single person's marriage no, is the I'm same sorry, why because everyone is different everyone's dna is different everyone is unique characters hmm. so imam adil's married life is his married life afas sab didi's married life is his married life and let's get the tears out jawad's and you know everyone else's and then that's the way it is and you know we've just got to accept that and respect that and hmm. and keep that in mind so so I just wanted to really touch Imam, uh, pick on Imam Adil's brains and, 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 and try to see where he takes and understand and educate the people on this cultural point of view. Mm. That, you know, what's, what's okay is okay, but what isn't is isn't. Simple. Yeah. And, and religion should be at the forefront. There's limitations, uh, you know, uh, looking at some of the comments, some people are saying there's no caste system in Islam. Well, there were different tribes amongst the... Uh, the uh, Arabs and Bilkhusus the Quraysh, Nabil Islam himself from the Banu Hashim tribe, and then the Banu Zuhra and so on and so forth, and Banu Asad. So we, we can't completely dismiss uh, its existence. Yes, a lot of it's been influenced by made. a lot of it's been influenced by Hafizab, like you mentioned, uh, Hindus and Sikhs and uh, Indian um, you Tradition. know, traditions, Culture, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's uh, it's it's not something that you gotta uh, you you can't dismiss it because you don't agree with it. You know, there's there, there's some element of uh, it's there, uh, but we shouldn't no, really I, give I, it. Well, we shouldn't really give it too much precedence. Well, historically, a raja can only marry a raja, yeah, yeah, and a jat can only marry a jat. I think we we went through this phase as well, didn't we? Um, and you know, it's, it sometimes becomes a hindrance. Uh, we've seen it in our own family, not immediate family, but within our own family, we one or two cases that come to mind without mentioning names. And then uh, you know, it's uh, we see it within society at large that unfortunately yeah, but with the caste system, my mother, it was it's, it's, it was made to to divide the people and categorize them. Mm. So there was so and so's a higher caste. So and so is the lower caste, but we're all human at the end of the day. Huh. What, what is what? How is there superiority between us? Inna akramakum Taqwa is what makes mm. anyone superior over the other. Simple, akida and amal, amal salih. Mm. You know, founded upon the correct creed. This is what makes someone superior. Otherwise, they shouldn't be. Now, when Allah Almighty talks about the tribes, and and this is because. People had to, you know, it's, it's human nature to be named. So if you were a descendant of such and such, ultimately we're all descendants of mm. Sayyidina Adam alayhi salam. And that's it. And then it breaks off into, okay, you've got so-and-so, so-and-so, nationalism, mm. the borders. I mean, we should get rid of all that. We should go back to how it was, where we you're a human, you're a, you're a Muslim. Well, yesterday or the day before, uh, Joris Bonson, sorry, Boris Johnson. That's the one. 
Uh, he's obviously uh, finally got the tra Brexit trade deal done. I think they were all hoping for it to be a, a means of closing the borders and no more immigration, but uh, it's, it's obviously been more about trade and, and finances. I'm, not, I'm no political expert, but I suppose that's one step towards what you're trying to uh, advocate tonight, which is uh, independence, and it seems like you're a, a Brexiteer then. No, no, it's not. I'm, I'm not in, in terms of Brexiteer. I think there's a... I think there's a, I mean, I don't know, my, my political view on that is, is different. I think there's a there's a right-wing, uh, hard... Agenda. Agenda in becoming, you know, restoring the great in Britain. Uh, so they want to do that and, and, and become... Go on up, Sabi, we want to go back to it and this time. I think that's what it is. Restoring the great in Britain, it sounded like Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what it is, I think. They want to go back to the glory days. and <laughs> to be honest, They don't want to be part of no union and whatnot. Controversial and... and uh, but anyways, we're not here for that, Imam Adil. It seems like you're, you're directing the ship in... Me to Sanis, I have a general chit-chat and I'm yeah, trying to be a bit... So tell uh, us, Imam Adil Saab. Adverse how, here. How did it come about for you? I've got a question, actually, for you too. Where Galian come from? Mandy, Mania. These allowed mm. this whole rewards of the full week. We're going into wedding day now, Imam. So. Yeah, no, I, I was asking Imam Adil such a pertinent question. We, we're all intrigued and interested in knowing. I was trying to get him too close. It'll be nice. To be honest, it's uh, something to munch on. But so what would, what would you say about that, Imam Adil? G. And Aime. The reward of, you know, Mendy, Mania coming up. Galeon. Well, again, it's what you're obviously alluding uh, to. It's what you're alluding to. and uh, Is it allowed? Is it permissible? I think, obviously, we know that within uh, Islam, there's two practices which are considered to be Sunnah, the Nikah, and... And Nikah uh, and what's it called? Walima. Walima. Bas. Uh, everything else is. So would you uh, say that's something, been added on as something that has come about, uh, obviously over time, and uh, it's not really. Uh, you don't find it within the books of Quran and Sunnah, or the the, the teachings of Quran and Sunnah. Um, so at the end of the day. Uh, have I started a new innovation in your podcasts? Sorry. Right. You did this and you did that and you said this and you said that. <laughs> this man. <laughs> why are you legendary? Why is he uh, acting all. Mm, David Letterman. Yeah. Very, uh, very Sharif tonight, mashallah. Is you? You're He's on? looking the pie, isn't he? Is your run? Thank you, you look in the Thank you. It's that scarf, I can't say the same about you. We are what we are, yar. We accept what we are. So what would you say would be the idea? Wait a second, which reminds me yesterday I was watching the match on uh, Snapchat, Fairbank. Oh, yes. I, th I don't think he came on until the second half. Yeah, I didn't. he didn't give me the first 30 minutes. He gave me so, the last 30. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see much uh, action. <laughs> not from yourself, no. You come back home and you... Make it out as if you know the greatest player on the pitch. Make and, it uh, like he's in the Dean Zidane, basically. Uh, I think last week he was. Uh, uh, he scored in at the 25 yard. Uh, Jay Rangi. At least, at least I get called up. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm, I'm obviously not in the game, so it's not going to be an issue for me. I'm not, uh, uh, you know. If you're not in the game, then don't take the mic. No, I'm not. I'm just saying generally. It's all right, though. Constructive. It's all right. Carry on, Imam. Khair, inshallah. 5 2, wasn't it? Yeah, they won 5 2. Yeah. Mm. The seniors won against the veterans. 
the open age first, first team, yeah. The first team. Veterans, they're like 50, 60 year olds. Yeah, they were struggling, weren't yeah, they, after 10 minutes. Shaz got nothing. But it was Akif and his crew, wasn't it? Akif walked off after 15, I think. He always does, even if he's an open match. Yeah. If you're watching Akif. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Just one of those. It is what it is. So. Imam Adi, tell us, man. Why, why, I'm actually why trying you, to... Why are <laughs> you trying to avoid this question? If you've not built up my tactic tonight... <laughs> is it a bad thing to marry in the family? Uh, is it wrong? Yeah. No, yaar. Sayyiduna Ali Murtaza, Karram Allahu Ta'ala Wajal Kareem. Greatest example that comes to mind. And... Sayyida Tayyiba Tahira. Batula Jannat Fatima. Salamullahi alayha. Great example. Um, and then many other examples can be cited. So there's nothing wrong. I think there's again this negative connotation and stigma uh, and mindset that's amongst the youth. Oh, I can't marry her. She's my cousin. I see her like my sister. That oh, kind yes, of thing. Yes, yes, yes. And, and there's other thing that, you know, and, and people sent it and they said, look, you know, it's, it's scient- medically or scientifically proven that if you marry mm. someone within yeah, your own, yeah, you're going to yeah. get. Genetically messes up. Yeah, genetically that, that, diff- you can say the same it's when you marry somebody outside, it's not proven. Exactly. Look at the statistics. Yeah. So well, my mum and dad were. Yeah. And <laughs> Alhamdulillah, you know, we all look. The I same. don't know about Mustafa, but. <laughs> well, by him, there's nothing wrong with him. How do you say there is? There's no, mashallah, no disabilities, no illnesses per Nothing se, physical. Um, <laughs> he's on one in there. He's on one. I'm, 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 that I'm scared as well to be fair. I'm not even saying nothing. Yeah. I'm going to get it next. No, no. I'm That's true as well. Because I'm going to end up saying something yeah. about I'm scared of Afsam nowadays. He's a married man now. <laughs> no, now, Cholo, just Allah. before then. Now we'll see what the... My model is... Uh, the yeah. fruits of money is due to a man, eh? Ah, very well. Let's, there, there you go. I'm the example. No, no, I'm, no. Pod- I'm on a podcast. You're going to see it all. And now we'll see, you know, whether... You the know, how between you and you, yeah. mm-hmm. They're going to see the difference between me and you. That's what they're going to do. Who? The family are going to do. The awam, oh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Awam, yeah. <laughs> well, you're Forget in the awam. Forget the awam. You, you're in the cloud. We're not keeping up with the Kardashians. Al... Al awam wa kal anaami. Kal anaam. We won't translate that, but anyways... It's not uh, keeping up with the Kardashians, you're right. It's keeping up with the Husseins. Did <laughs> mm. I say it though? Imam Adil is a Shazad. Well, I used to be obviously Hussein. I still am a Husseini. Aye. Ya Husseini. Ya Hussein, Ya Hussein. Lekin, uh, <laughs> so you, Imam Adil, I'm going to say this because you're not answering the question. Obviously married in the family. You are Gee. an example in our immediate family of someone who married in the family. Afasab is an example of someone who married out of the family. Mm, and I'm an example of someone who got married and it didn't work. <laughs> so we've got three examples here. I'm glad you can laugh about it. Well, it wasn't, can't cry about it. It wasn't funny at the time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't in it, but like it I said It was a difficult period. Oof, difficult. Oh, you know, yeah. I love it when it... <laughs> You know, sometimes you get siblings who like to like just, you know... Remind you of everything. Remind you and no, rub it I'm in. not reminding you of anything. I'm just obviously well, it was cautious. A uh, and, uh, this is life, Imam Adil. We go through it. It's it was a learning experience. experience. A huge experience. It's a learning. It's a education. Life every day should educate no, I was actually trying to allude more towards of his mum and uh, how she... The difficulty of how yeah, she yeah, coped. Not yourself and, and, and it was hard for her. Of course, it was 10 yeah, years ago. It was, a, it was a difficult time. You do have the eyes of your whole family watching you and, and mm. wanting to bring you down and wanting to see you fail and, that's and a good point. I think that's I'm very a, common this, as well. this is a good point and, 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 and you know our mum was no, no different in seeing me go through mm. that 
and recently what happened. So it's 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 all part of it. We want to see failure. That's from one aspect, and then I think when some people get married, it's the the weight of expectation within the eyes of society, because a lot of youngsters look up to celebrities and. Uh, they have these glossy m- marriages based on what they see in the magazines and that kind of stuff. So I think because the expectations, glamour, glamour are, yeah, the expectations are not met. Like it's common now, somebody, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, certainly not with our parents, on Ajka the honeymoon per Janin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, honeymoon per. And my dad didn't take my mum on honeymoon, did they? No, that's what I'm saying. So it wasn't with our parents. It, it didn't happen. certainly yeah, happened yeah. with me. But at the end of the day, you've got some people who go down that route. And now you hear it was offered to you, my mother. And now you, I did offer it to you. I now, said, yeah. I'll, I'll now you hear. Okay. Is that a bad thing? A honeymoon? No, You're saying is it a bad thing or not? But now you hear of uh, a husband having divorced his wife On the in the honeymoon before the honeymoon's over, or during the honeymoon, as you're saying. So when the bars raised high and the expectations are so high, and and obviously you know, and one of the stories you read on social media, how true it is, Allah knows best, is that when she took her makeup off. He saw her for her true reality and in realized that appearance. she she isn't really the person that he wants to wake up to every morning, and and, and for that reason he divorced her. And this is why we're saying a common issue, and I'm sure you'll touch upon it tomorrow uh, with whoever you've managed to uh, get onto your show. Mashallah, I'm not sure. I was actually thinking you, but I'm not. Even I don't know. Yet. I don't know. Yeah. But um, what, depends on what, what my trying, feedback. What you're trying is to say, tonight. my model is right. Is correct. You know, there's there's. It is a huge problem. It's mm. problematic, you know, in many ways. But, you know, the honeymoon period is not a bad thing, I do think. It's just yeah. obviously, yesterday I used the word, we've got to be realistic. We need to get out of this bubble. We need to get out of this mentality and be realistic and that. And, and you know, I just, I'm just loving the way you lot are just diverting the conversation. That, you know, obviously, yeah, yeah. how long have you been married in my mother? Five years and get it right. Going into the third month. Well, Five years and, and three months. Mashallah. Obviously month married in the family, not out. Jeep. You know, an example in that sense. I mean, it's not a bad thing to marry in the family. It's not, uh, you know, frowned upon or against the teachings. You know, it's not necessary. Or, and this, you know, I see it like my sister or I see it like my brother. You may have grown up and been close to each other. Mm. But end of the day, you're not. If, you're, if she's not your brother or your sister, she's not your brother or your sister. Mm. She's a cousin. Allah says in the Quran in the first part of who we allow to marry, who we are allowed to marry. Anyway, exactly. And so on. And, 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 and Allah Almighty mentions, and you can't marry. Allah has told us who we can't marry, and everything else you can. Mm. Everyone else you can. So, so it's important that we keep that in mind. And then obviously, you know, say now we've got into a scenario where Wedding day, we've got we've got to where we want. Mm. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna, in contrast, look at both your wedding days because you're sat here and I can I can do that and we can talk about this and then generally what's happening, how what is what is happening now, how people's expectations of having, it's like so much is invested into proving that I'm gonna have the biggest wedding in Bradford, the biggest wedding. In Manchester, the biggest wedding yeah. in my city, with the, the the flashiest and most lavish and luxurious cars, and you know I'm gonna put on a six course meal. I'm gonna hire the biggest venue, and I'm gonna call everyone, every man and his dog, to come to my wedding, 
you know, I'm gonna, it's, it's a, I'm gonna prove a point. Whether the marriage works or not, the wedding has to, you gotta do it with the bang. One thing I've realized about that, I mean, nobody's ever bigging him up anyway. The guests are come, they're always talking, saying, why is this guy wasted all this money for? Hmm. Why is he doing this for? So nobody's, they're all backbiting. Yeah, nobody's, I've never, genuinely, I've never been to a wedding where they're bigging the guy up, the groom for, you know, f- when he's done a big one like that with the 25 supercars outside and he's got, you know, well, again, it's, big it's perspective, big isn't venue. it? A lot of people got hasad. People within the family, friends yeah, yeah, who yeah. claim to be friends, but in reality, uh, they, they really didn't think you could pull it off. But yeah, then why pull it did. off in my model then mm. I ask? Because I think it creates more enemies than friends. Well, uh, you know, jumping the gun slightly, uh, with these COVID uh, restrictions, I think the weddings that have taken place in 2020 have gone back to the basics. And because of going back to the basics, there are a lot of barakat and blessings in the actual uh, wedding itself. Mm. Uh, you know, there are a few exceptions, uh, dare I say it, and you'll probably have a go at me later. But Jawad, mashallah, managed to get over to Pakistan. Was it July? October. So I saw a few pictures. Uh, the less said, the better. But, uh, you know, mashallah, the rest of us, in the simple... Uh, Category. Uh, category of uh, being in the UK. I mean, obviously, your uh, nikah was very, very, very different our, to our mine five years ago. But yours wasn't extravagant or, or, or over the OTT the way we started this, mm. this yeah, yeah, true. conversation. Yours we was within the limit. I mean, there yeah. was no. We didn't hide no cars. We didn't hide no cars. The cars that were there were our, you know, my my best friend's cars. Yep. They, 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 cars, they didn't hire them they gave us them for the wedding they drove them themselves and bought us there mm. so we, we had them we had I remember the conversation family. with my uh, late mother-in-law who uh, some of you know some of you might not know and I have no shame in sharing this uh, my father's uh, uh, late puppy and my mother's masi again late masi and um, so Rishta from both sides yeah, yeah. very close obviously um, you know, I essentially, uh, after a bit of persuasion, and Adi Nash played a big part in that, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually said yes, and you know, with the intention to please Allah Almighty. But what was your reservation, uh, though? Uh, please Allah Almighty, uh, and please uh, my father. Uh, what's the narration? On that particular narration, that was my niyat and intention. And fast forward five years, two daughters, Alhamdulillah. Uh, both of uh, your nieces, mashallah, uh, and the the, the uh, happiness and joy within our family. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I could I think a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. All ask, the haters that are watching this. Uh, well, there's a few. <laughs> there's mean, a few comments. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying because they wouldn't like me to be sat with my brothers the way we are and being the way we are and how we talk and that. It's, it's nice to know that people still notice what <laughs> we do. <laughs> That's true. That's nice yeah. to have you. Like, <laughs> but no, no, and Allah protect you from evil. I know evil eyes are a dangerous thing. A lot of people ask, you know, a lot of people ask, and, you know, are you happy? What Do you think you make the right decision? And everyone knows my lifestyle. No, but my, my, before we go to that, oh, I'm gonna, wanna I'm gonna, okay, I want to know what your reservations were prior to accepting. Okay. You know, obviously, mom and dad did a lot of convincing, tried. Uh, what, what, was the, what was holding you back from saying, yeah, yeah, I'm going to definitely. I can't be too open. Okay, because yeah, okay. Uh, obviously a lot of it's family politics. Um, you know, be, being the eldest, there's a certain expectation. I think 
Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. from the father. So initially it was, I want you to marry my brother's daughter from Pakistan. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That dragged on for a few years. And uh, then the other one as well. And then well. when my granddad, our granddad, Dadaji passed away, then that didn't really materialize. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it was, you know, mum saying, I want you to marry my sister's daughter. Yeah. That then didn't materialize. Yeah. And you know, it's right though, money struggle. And a lot of it, I know, I know. It was on his I, end, not, you know, not a lot of it. And, yeah, yeah, a lot of it, what do you call it? And then, you know, there was the uh, avenue of uh, exploring a few uh, options through Mufti Sab, Kibla Mufti Hassan Raza Sab. Uh, you know, one or two options that they presented. That didn't materialize. Then, obviously, I, when. Age, um, you know, parents think. Oh, I went to Jamia a lot later I'm than you. You know, yeah. a lot of people know this. A lot of close friends are watching and people who I confined in and trust. Uh, you know, a lot of people uh, know that I went to Jamia a lot later than you. You went when you were 16. I went when I was 21. Five years after me. You yeah. know, a lot, a lot later. Four, five so when years, yeah. I was supposed to, in the eyes of... Uh, uh, or in the, the general rule or Public or in the perception of parents get married, I was actually studying from 21 to 26. We came back from Jamia. Yeah, you did a five years uh, amicably in in February 2015. Yeah, and then I got married in October 2015. So it was pretty much instant, instant, overnight kind of thing. Yeah. Well, not yeah. Oh, wow, look at that. Yeah, actually, you know what? You know, when you and we opened the madrasa September 2015, Masjid. So yeah, you you had a busy life, my mother. Yeah, and I remember I went wow. to Pakistan with the. Ustad Zulfikar Saab, we went to Mardan, we stayed there for two weeks and yes. went to Dark Ismail in August. Yes, and uh, it was a bit of a rough, a rough what do you yes. call it, trip. Uh, you, a lot of this might be coming back to you. Yeah, no, no, it's I know. Obviously, yeah. from, That's why I don't want to carry on. Just from Alikum's <laughs> perspective and then obviously from your personal perspective and the circumstances and this and this and, and everything that alluded towards that. That 2015 yeah. was a, a tough year for you, I think, probably in that, in that aspect. But it was, you know, there was good and look the good and bad in everything. In usri yusra, with the difficulty comes ease, and you know it's like you said, these uh, experiences make you a better person. And uh, you know, I think I was in Pakistan, and we made intention to go see uh, Pir Ahmad Karim, uh, Hafizahullah Taala in Dark Ismail. And again, Allah is my witness. It was there that I made that niyat and intention. Because there was a bit of that tension in the air before I left. And I was being a bit stubborn, uh, as I am. Yeah. And a oh, bit, wow. uh, you know, it's, it was just uh, one of them things. So I made the niyat and intention there, yeah. in their presence. Uh, great man of Allah Almighty, and those of you who have seen the pictures will know. Yeah, 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 yeah. great. Uh, and, uh, and that was the whole purpose of the visit. But uh, uh, it, it is... Uh, you know, I made my niyat and intention there. And the day that I came back from Pakistan, uh, you know, maybe I'm going into too much detail here. I had uh, three speeches in one day. I can't remember. And no, you won't. And uh, that same day was my mangani. You're not interested now, are you? No, I'm listening. You know, I remember. No, no, yeah, maybe we'll be kind of sharing you? all these details with you. <laughs> I'm listening in my mother. I'm listening in the I didn't even go to my Mangani. Subhanallah. Wow. I'm not saying that chest out or anything. In a, in she still holds manner, it to, yeah. she still holds it against me till today. Yeah. But bet. my point in saying is that I know the type of because stay out of Jamia, I got straight into the, the field. 
even during Jamia, obviously. Yeah, but just, people don't know Imam Adil is a very reserved character. Hmm. Well, as, a lot of people are mess- within family. Yeah. Even like within our family, he does not. He does not. He's not the one who plays the the role of. I'm not going to say keeping family ties, but like as in, he's there on the funerals. He's busy in his life. In his, it's uh, to be honest, he's on my head. After, especially after mm. dad's passed away, in that sense, I take that more than he does. But he's never really been well, that. So uh, put it understand into that into context. His on the day of Nikah, I still came to teach class, and mum had to go at me on the way to Akrin. Yeah, and I was with mum, and I said, "Why is, go at him? Why is he not coming?" Yeah, like you know, end of days, your brother's Nikah, but he goes, "Look, I'm going to teach a class. That's my priority." That's my. I didn't even know. Yeah, that was, uh, and that's my mindset. That's always been the case. You've always put religion ahead. From two thousand and fifteen, and and there's plenty of examples like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I remember last year when I had a, a full. Uh, you know, day course in Southampton, Badina Masjid, and Isaac got ill. It might sound bad to some people, you know, but that's my perspective and things. So my job was to make sure they got to the hospital, rang mum, said, look, you make sure that, I think you might have picked them up on that day. Yeah, yeah. And I went, because for me, the priority was what? Spreading I've got my the propagation of religion. 90 people, mashallah, mukammal. Mukammal seat down. of the course of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and uh, you know I had a speech in Hayes that weekend I had a nikah in uh, Hemel Hempstead and so for me what I'm trying to say is it was and that's what I tried to make clear from day one and you know mum got that across obviously to, to grandma um, and you know in hindsight looking at it I'm very happy I can't, I can't you know I can't uh, not be grateful to Allah Almighty for the blessings that he has showered so upon me. So you don't me. regret this decision? No, 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 no. Some people have that. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. Some people have that regret that because they, and, and you touched upon this yesterday briefly while I was watching, that because they did what their parents asked them to do and it's not worked out. They've thrown it back in their parents' face or they've used that as an excuse. I mean, just a general passing comment is different. But looking at the actual issue of the whole uh-huh. marriage... You know, I, I I can't say anything negative or bad in that sense. No, there's more positives than negatives. Yeah. Every very down, Every marriage will have positives yeah. and negatives. Expect, you know, arguments. Uh, and if it's if there is if there aren't, there's a problem. Yeah, if there aren't any uh, what do you call it arguments, then there is an issue. And disseagreements and differences. You're two you different know, characters. Two, and and Kibla Mufti Sab again, they would always give that beautiful advice. The greatest and the uh, the best ingredients for a successful marriage uh, is compromise. You know, two people coming together. It was easy for us because it was one family already. Yeah. You know, it's diff- different for him because it's two families. He's having to obviously, uh, you know, balance uh, this uh, and this. And for us, it was easier. Hence, why I think me going out and doing bayanat or, uh, you know, even in the first four or five months, yeah, you were uh, going to touch on this, yeah. I was uh, staying Friday nights in Bolton. And staying at Mebs's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would do classes sa- uh, Saturday morning, uh, which was the first year that we started the Foundation Islamic Studies course. Yeah. And mashallah, since then it's evolved and we've got to where we're at and over 250 people, mashallah, have studied the course in the Northwest. Uh, in course uh, that you've designed. Bolton you've and Accrington and uh, what's it called? Uh, Bryfield. And we've done five years out of the last six here at Al-Hikam. And mashallah, we've just got to week 20. We're in week over 26. Over 250, I'd say. Easily. Um, so even then in my early days of you know getting being married you know she supported me in that and a lot of you know you you're quite new to this uh you know and this is sometimes a tana that 
some uh, boys or friends will give to another or oh, man oh, down yeah, man yeah, down yeah, 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 yeah. we're not going to see him now under the yeah yeah but at the end of the day i mean that's the mom mother you real real money if you know how to look after your house Yeah. No, if you're keeping your friends happy outside saying, yeah, my missus is at home and I've yeah, dealt yeah, with yeah. her. No, no, you're real man. If your missus is happy at home and your mum's happy at home and your kids are happy, and then you go around and chill with your boys. So you you were saying that, uh, and I think we're jumping in between, uh, because it's obviously different when... This is what it is. You know, it's different when People it's the three say, of oh, us. No, it's got to be structured and this, that. Please, you're not watching enough podcasts. You don't you watch don't. enough Joe Rogan. You have to understand this. This is how we're just flowing. We're going to conversate and talk and we're going to pick and we're going to jump you know this there and the other and and understand and on that point please guys subscribe to the channel share this with your families and friends we're getting a absolute you know insightful look into the way imam adil has uh, you know his journey in in his married life and the way things have been with him and it's it's nice it's nice i've got my own brothers on here and they got they've got experience and you know uh, wisdom and knowledge to share in this aspect and you know uh, so subscribe and share please and 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 let's let's boost uh, the viewership and 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 get this out there so people can benefit and i was very very blessed and fortunate you know they left the dunya very early obviously uh, two months and a, a week or two after after dad uh, but you know in terms of mother in law and you know father in law allah bless him give him a long and healthy life but she and you know i don't need to say this to anyone But she was a great woman. I was just going to say the same way. I tell you straight, there was, the there, I don't think there's anyone that were like her. Hmm. I think family. she had cancer while she was coming to Manchester to live with that. She didn't come to hmm. see yeah, that. She, she gave dad a lot of time. She used to come sleep on the floor because I stayed with them. Remember? Very yeah, few yeah. in our family would, you know, be and of that level. And then she passed away. Like Bejirakim maybe she as well. She definitely had cancer when she was coming to see that. Bejirakim was a great woman. Two months and two weeks. She definitely had it when... This is obviously our uh, nanny's sisters. Yes. Yeah. Those of you who don't know, I'm filling in the blanks. <laughs> so my nanny's uh, sister. Bijiraki as well, yeah. Yeah. The legendary. The Walia herself. The myth. She was a Walia, man. That's yeah. the real myth. Walia, bro. Go and tell your story, you might as well. I'm telling you. You know, th- this grandma of ours. This is a true story, by the way. She's, uh, again, my dad's, uh, my dad's paternal auntie and my mum's maternal auntie. Hmm. So from father's side, mother's side related. She probably was the eldest in our family. She was in her late 80s, touching 90s, even maybe in the 90s. She got left behind. And um funnily she actually got left behind on my wedding <laughs> and she she never spared my dad. My dad was her favorite. My uncle was a favorite. Dad never she spared really loved, She really loved uh my dad and his siblings because she never had a son. Now Allah blessed her with 11 daughters. Subhanallah. Nine of them died. This grandma of mine was blessed with 11 daughters. Nine of them died. Only two survived and they're still alive today. One is married to my and uh, my uncle, my dad's brother, and the other one is uh, married to again within the family a cousin from um the father's side, my my grandma's husband's side. So uh, nobody's writing down the family tree. I, I know, just but get to the point. I know and then She she wanted she 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 told me this story so many times and that and she wanted a son, she wanted a son all the time. She was asking, you know, Allah Taala, please bless me with the son, bless me with the son. One night she had a dream and believe you me, this is no joke. She's told me, she goes, I had a dream, and as a kutub rabbani, Sina Muhyiddin Abdul Qadir Ghilani came to my dream. Goes Azam, goes Pak came to the dream, and said that go give nine rupees in the way of Allah. No, uh, Yarmi. 
11 rupees in the way of Allah. And as you've gone and give the 11 rupees, Allah is going to bless you with your son. And after 11 daughters, nine which had passed away, two that survived and lived, and obviously they live here in the UK. That grandma came to the UK. She's like really close to me. I mean, I was like really, really tight. My dad and me were always going over and seeing her. She um, was blessed with a son. After uh, the 11, whose name is Zaheer. And they said 11. Think of that. That's, this is a true story. And known as Allah. You know, and and they called him no. Buddha. I just thought he's not thinking of that. 11. 11. Hours, and then the sun come. And Coincidentally, Azakut Burrabani, Gyarvi Sharif. And Gyarvi Sharif. That's the true story. And, and another, another aspect of this is that she, there was, you know, the, you get same malangs, fakirs in Pakistan, some men of Allah that you, mm. you know, they, they don't look the part, etc. The one dad used to always talk about. Yeah, and Saint Saint Sada. Sada and, and uh, like that, you have, you're fine and your parents will tell you Those of you from Mirpur will know what we're talking we'll about. Know, and, talking and about. My grandma said there was one man there at that time. Such, he was like, because he was darvesh, he was in his own, you know, majzub. These were people of Jazban, mm. like, you know, behluz and these guys are men of God that... They just have to do one dua for you and Allah is never going to reject that man's dua. You know, inna min ibadillahi There's those men amongst Allah's creation that if they were to pick a qasam, Allah would fulfill the qasams. These were like those men, the majzubs. And I don't want to go into like, you know, behlul and all these great majzubs or majazib that have existed. This man was a majzub. And my grandma goes that she was one day walking with, obviously, uh, her sisters and in the family, etc. And this majzub came and sat in a lap. And they go, Sainji, dua karo, you know, Allah, you know, ask Allah Almighty, okay, dua karo, okay, sani, okay, jari, mannat hai jo, sam mangne, Allah ta'ala, ata karan, ata karan. Sainji goes, don't worry, it's done. Hoi gya kam. That's it. And Allah blessed her with the son. Subhanallah. So this is one of our grandmas who, mm. uh, you know, I'm going to argue, says she was a great woman. She would read the Quran such that, you know, at night she slept only an hour or two. Always in worship, you know, even though she fell asleep, sometimes reading the Quran, Allah bless her. Old age. Old age. And, but she was a great woman. And, you know, your mother-in-law, uh, who's also our grandma, she was a great woman, man. There was mm. these righteous women not left. And, and, and if you look at, going back to the topic of marriage, their marriages survived. Mm. I mean, it's not acceptable the abuse they may have received. Well, my mother-in-law and father-in-law were actually married for just over 50 years. Believe it or not. Wow. Eight kids. Obviously, they're related to us. And I married the youngest, the youngest daughter. The youngest daughter. Uh, but uh, 50 years or so, or just close to 50 years, uh, uh, they were married. And, uh, you know, she often mentions it, obviously, um, as you have these conversations as a husband and wife and uh, you know we witnessed it as well and, and they had a f fantastic uh, relationship uh, between them and uh, you know uh, and uh, again I think you're touching upon it all our grandparents parents even you know through thick and thin they compromised and they, and they said this man is the man of our life and this woman is the woman of our life simple good or bad and today though i mean tomorrow we'll talk about this more is suited for tomorrow's discussion mm. final discussion on marriage and post post intermarriage and stuff but obviously well, it's, it's, it's relevant to the title at the bottom understanding yeah. our parents they might not have gone for uh 
love and lust and all that kind of stuff that youngsters look for today. But they went for understanding. They knew that because my father told me to marry him, X, Y, and Z, or my mother told me to marry her, whatever it is, us gal pichay, apni izzat bachane vaste, walidaini izzat bachane vaste, khamoshi bas. You know, through thick and thin. And I think that's where a, a lot of the success of our elders' marriages lie. Mm. You know, they might have gone through them difficult times, hard times. And, you know, they went through a lot of challenges compared to us, you know, financial difficulties, finding themselves a property. I mean, if you were to just go through what mum and dad went through in 1989, 1990, just before you came. I'm pretty sure all the generations... You know, getting 21 Newport Place. Yeah, and how they you have know, to go, uh, yeah. That financial struggle they went then through in the... The parents back home, yeah. all the parents were doing that as well back then. Uh, you know, very difficult. We saw that firsthand. Yeah. They were ill, man. Two, three, four, five kids or whatever it was, eight kids or ten kids and mashallah. Supporting uh, and providing you know, for them back definitely home. Definitely doing amal upon the hadith for the Prophet sallallahu uh, on the power positives of marriage, which is reproduction. So our Asian families really uh, did amal upon that hadith and Allah gave them ajar for that. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, different challenges. But now... Two people can't get on with one another. The understanding isn't there. You know, there's a lot of interference from in-laws. You know, mm. we're talking about our family and my marriage or whatever, but looking at it generally, yeah, you've got a lot of interfering in-laws. Or not just in-laws maybe are in a good position, they're understanding because they're doing it for their son. Now, from my understanding, is that you've got a lot of interference from the girl's parents. Hmm. She's in her husband's, husband's house, house, but they're pulling the strings from from their own house, and uh, you know, trying to ruin the husband's uh, or the the own their own daughter's marriage. Uh, and and you, it's shocking, man. Some of the stories, man. I tell you, I've, I've dealt with so many cases mm -hmm. similar to where, you know, and and we're moving the conversation on. All right, we passed the wedding day and how it is and what is accepted and not, and you know, we all know what it is and what it what it shouldn't be and. Yes, you can. If you are a millionaire, you have a millionaire's worth of marriage, you know, mm. a wedding day. If you are in that bracket, then you you live that life. Mm. It's actually sinful if you don't spend that money on your children and your wives and on the day of your wedding. And the Prophet ﷺ Within limits, we said this off air. Within limits, within means, obviously, it's got to be. Do what you need to do. And within the daira of Sharia. And now that you're married, you know, you've, you've got this understanding. And if you don't focus on building a relationship and understanding with mm. your wife and you're too busy listening to your mum's advice and your mother-in-law's advice mm. first priority is going to be the husband and the wife let them settle then bring everything within that if they if their foundations are not strong mm. then everything around them is going to crumble but just taking a step back in the discussion i think one one statement that i often mention in the bayanat is uh, and, and sharing it in a more relaxed environment today. And uh, mashallah, I think I'm doing well so far. Uh, but uh, I think we live in a society where uh, nikah has become expensive and zina has become cheap. Cheap. Good point. You know, that is the reality. 25, 30,000 pounds is ridiculous. No, no, Imam Adil, 25, 30,000 is uh, a low-end wedding. Chalo, low because end. of the, the... The cars? No, they cost 25. Not just the cars, but just the, the... The wedding hall. What's the word? Inflation mm. in the day and age that we live in. There's, in, there's a lot of inflation. The, you know, wedding hall. People are spending 80, 90, 100,000. Wow. 
My brother, they are going I think all I was, out. Ours was mine. Mine was tops. 15 grand. All you said that was on gold. Gold, food. These are your main expenses. And the hall. And the hall. We didn't hire any cars. No, we didn't need to. Uh, what else was there? What's the major no, expenditure? No, no, my Shadwani was donated. There's no Mandy uh, By one of the brothers from Birmingham. I shall not name him on your podcast. Okay. But, uh, you know, um, suit, the suit was the only thing. I remember Haji Nash and Ibrahim went with me. I think he was Ibrahim. I think Nash was definitely there. Aji was there. We went to next to get my suit. Siddha Sadaja. Mia, I said, I'll go Primark. I'll be more than happy. But obviously, we went next. I actually, I said to them, I went to the, uh, obviously, my mother-in-law, father-in-law just before. I said, and I think mom mentioned it as well. That let's have a one day. Let's just do. Everything on one day. Because it's one family. So do the nikah and the walima on the one day. No, no. Boy and girl side on one day. Yeah, nikah. Okay, we change and everything yeah. all on one day. Rather yeah, the nikah than was splitting. actually on the Thursday. Yeah. If you remember here, yeah. my nikah was there. Yeah. And the Saturday was like First our walima. Here, got the picture with granddad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you got that? I've got it in my phone, yeah. Well, forward it to us. But anyway, I was looking for it last time. So, my nikah was the first one here at Al-Hikam. I said that three times now. Yeah, mashallah. But anyway, so I did say to them, let's do it one day. I, I said it, or mum said it, or we, whatever, one conversation. But they were keen on, I'm not nitpicking. They were keen, obviously, it was their youngest daughter, last wedding. They wanted to make a, a separate day. Then I remember going, I remember this very clearly. I went to the house and I said, uh, and you know what I'm like. Uh, so I yeah. said to them, <laughs> I said to them that, Zargal kaat pele hiya si imam adil. Jetusa us din par, what do you call it, if you start playing music, you know, it's not going to look right. Going back to the point about my mother-in-law, very understanding woman. You know, father-in-law, bless him, but Mother-in-law, you know, she's there and then said, you know, putter, teri izzat asani izzat That's how they said it. Mm-hmm. Your izzat is our izzat. Gumani nisi, sochi nisi, we weren't even thinking about going down that route. Don't worry about anything. And, you know, I, I can look back now and, you know, I, even some of our friends, you were talking about friends talking on the wedding day and saying, oh, they've done this and they've done I remember Ibrahim. Ibrahim, you know, is a number one Scrooge and critic. <laughs> and he had Shaf as well and a few others. Yeah. They were the first Shout to... Shout out to uh, yeah? Don Shafkat. Mm, well, not at the moment, but... Uh, what's as it called? Huh? Well, he's not, he's not rang me to give Mubarak. Well, I was going to say, as usual, you... you no, no, no. How can you bring your friends' politics on my podcast? Exactly. I dare yeah. you. That's why I that face, isn't it? Shaf's my friend. Shaf, yeah. if you, I know you're not watching, but if this is come back to you, Shaf, I, I love you, my brother, Bobby, my dad's watching. friend, yeah. Shaf's son, I love you. <laughs> we love but Shaf. But obviously, your, your relationship with my mother is on a different level. Anyway, so yeah, they were the, the first to speak and say, you know, we've we've not seen a wedding like this because everyone there was it was trending in 2015 or coming towards a peak or. I'm not sure whether it was coming towards uh, Zawal. I'm not sure which way you look at it. Yeah, but 2015, the way we did my wedding I think it became a bit of an example yeah yeah after I think Wasco married and San yeah yeah it became a bit of an example the you know the no music no real big cars no real you know flashiness and just a bit of simplicity get people together kind of you know we didn't even invite the Baladri if I don't you know we did misquote. invite some 
well, we yeah, didn't we go didn't. OTT. We, we didn't basically go over the top. Yeah. We stayed within our means and limits and we preferred going down the simple route mm. rather than the extravagant route. And then obviously, that's, that's in that example. And well, from then to obviously our subs, I don't know if we touched upon it yesterday. No, no, but today's his wedding day. How did we do it? I'll tell you straight. We went in one car, two cars. My mother took his family. I took mine. Mine being my mum and my little brother and Afa Saab and um and he, and mm. obviously Jabba was he's our brother as well and and that's it. We went there, then the nikah. They had no demands, no requirements, no expectations. Did not say we wanted like this. But this, speaking this. of expectations, you know today the extortionate rates that the girls' family put down, or demands I would say before the mahar or for the mahar, it's mind-boggling. I, could be I shouldn't worried. say what was the mahar today. But let me just give, a, uh, what do you call it, an indication. It was four figures. No, I don't have to count. Five figures. I've done a nikah with five figures as well. On that nikah register that we've got for Al-Hikam, I think it was the 67th nikah, mashallah. I don't want to look at him, Has he offered a wage as a dowry? Well, there was that demand. He's on a wage, he's a wage then, isn't it, for five figures? Yeah. No, he's saying, obviously, but what we're saying is that, look, Somebody said to Chan Mahar, Mahar yeah. is the right of the woman. Mm. She can demand what she wants, but it has to be within the means where it doesn't put the man, the husband, to be out of pocket. Mm -hmm. Also, could you touch on what's minimum Mahar? Because I always get asked to have every Nikah Minimum Mahar, 10 dirhams according to the, mm. the traditional Hanafi Kuduri text. Sharif. Kuduri Sharif and all them, like, you know, it's oh, that's 10 dirhams, right? Ah. Which is equivalent to. 170, 180, 200 pounds, you can say in today's day and mm. age. If you was to do the exchange rate, etc. Well, mine was 313. Yeah. Ashabe Badar uh, and Banisbate Mursaleen, the number of messengers. Yeah. Hafsa, we did? Don't know. 315. 315 round it Oh, up. yes, we did. 15. We did 315. 315. And gold. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and gold, obviously, and that's her right. But. And that do is effectively feel, an insurance. Now, is that yeah, if tomorrow, yeah, may Allah not allow this to happen to any of you who are married, it doesn't work out. What does she fall back on? Mm. This is her safety. Do you think that's why then people are demanding a lot? Is it a bad thing though? So this is what I'm saying. Let's, let's look at broader. You if, know, what if tomorrow the marriage doesn't work? Mm. Yeah, it's been consummated. The marriage doesn't work. Divorce has gone through, a khula has gone through, and now the woman, she's left on the street. There's no kid. She's got a couple of kids left on the street, no house, nothing, nothing. Okay, we live in a privileged country, a, th a first world country where benefit system, you know, housing benefits, housing uh, agencies, they'll get you homes and etc, etc. You'll go through a lot of hardship, e e equal hardship. But a mahar, which is justified now, Within the books, when we study Nikah law, you got Mahari Mithal, hmm. which is the Mahar of your peers, of those who were similar to you, as in your mother, your grandmother, your auntie, etc. What was this? Now, in the past, it was somewhat different. A lot of the time, gold has been put down. Now, gold is a commodity that will never lose value. Hmm. Gold will always increase. It will always go up. And it's, it is the safety net. If you want to invest, go invest in gold. Get hmm. gold bars, put them away. 50 years later, you will see, today they're worth 595 pounds a, 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 a tola. In 50 years, it'll probably be worth five, six, seven, eight thousand. Inflation, gold will go up in, in price and value, for example. 
I'm just giving an example. It's an investment. Now, you put gold down. It doesn't work out. She's safe. She's got someone to sell the gold, go buy a house. You're, safe. you're made for life. You're safe. That's, that's acceptable. I think that's fine. What's extortion is when you're saying, I want 50,000 pounds now. It's a bit extreme. The guy can't afford 50,000. Ask son. him what he can afford within his limit, mm. within his bracket, and he should give that then because it's her right. She should ask that. It's not, it's not for the parents to stipulate. To demand. But that's what's the issue nowadays, Naima. When I go do people's nikahs, like I've done what, three this week, all of them, the parents came to me and said, how much is the hak, my But people don't, the, the, the girls saying, are not educated on this. They don't understand that, you know. But I, again, I, I did that a nikah of, of mm. some friends of ours that we know. I went to the nikah. It wasn't a Pakistani nikah. They were Bangladeshi and that. I went there and Mm. She she put it down. She actually asked me the question, Imam Sab, tell me what can I ask for? Is this is this jais and that? And I said, if you stipulate this is your mahr, remember this is what you will so go. This back was on. on the day. No, okay, this, this is one. well before the day. Allah, no. My personal example on the day that I got married, and the way it was spoken out. We're not saying it's. I'm. I don't have an issue mm. with asking that amount. Mm. That's not. It's the manner in which it was asked. We we disputed. This is not good. If this is the conduct now, what's tomorrow? This this ethics in there's, there's a moral. It became an issue of, of contention, and obviously, and it became a point of contention later. Yeah, it, it was brought up. In hindsight, my parents didn't find that respectful. It was quite disrespectful they comfortable to do it that. Yeah, yeah. But it's not a, Islamically. It's not wrong. She has the right to ask because it's her right. She knows that was her right, and she didn't ask for extortion amount. It's just the manner. But I'm saying that. The sisters who are watching this, mahar is your right. Study it, learn, and then you ask. You tell your parents, this is what I want. Now, if you're going to marry a man who you want to fall in love with and be married to, understand where he's coming from, how it is. If we look at Sayyiduna Ali, I think it was 400 silver coins. Sayyiduna Ali was not a rich man, but it was affordable. The Prophet Ali said, Khadija, You've got to you've got to look at the circumstance that hmm. the man is in and then ask according to his circumstance that this is what I'd require. If you're marrying a millionaire, then ask for the and then you know you ask for the millionaire standard. Well, I've realized that as well on the other side is that if you're so, a millionaire, don't do it. No, the, the richer a person is, the stingier they are. For the mahar. <laughs> I've noticed that as well. Oh, yeah. yeah but it true. shouldn't be. This is what I mean. The, the, what is Mahar? Mahar is her insurance policy. Security. It's her security. It's a, it's a security bond to keep her safe. If tomorrow things don't work in the marriage, she has something to fall back it's on. Basically, You're a prenup. Safe. In English, a prenup. A prenup. That's what it is in English. Mm. A, prenup. a prenuptial, yeah. That's what it is, a prenup. That's what it is. But that, that's more. Uh, in no, civil depth, that's what we it? call it, though, in English. A dowry. Yeah. Or prenup. In English, you would, Mahar is. Translated as dowry, so it's a dowry, or you know, and, and it's a right that she has. So please study this, go away, learn. If you don't know, learn about it. Go on a marriage course and learn about your rights. And this comes under that banner, Jawad. Please knock this off that we are talking about this because you're saying back on topic. It's part of the rights, rights mm. of the wife. The wife has a right to the mahar, and this is her right. And then if we like continue, move on because we could go on all night and. I know you guys. I hope are, you don't intend to. I hope you don't as well. Both of you are married men. You have wives to go back home. Of to course. Yeah, account the before back and stand before. And uh, yeah, and um, no, I still get my my mum still rings me. 
I'll you straight. Your wife might ring you. Mum rings mom me. Mum rings me still. Mom. This is where I get home. So I still got I the calls from mum for the last 13 days. Is mum ringing me now? Mom. Is it? Yeah, it's only going to be mum. So obviously her bedding in period, it's isn't early. it? It's early. It's 13 days. You know, part of, part of the point. Even if it's 13 years, I know mum's still going to be ringing me. It's minor standards. So, uh, <laughs> mum's never rang me. No, but in my mother, you've always been there. I can, I can say, no, but I can say, hand on heart, mum's never rang me, even when I've gone London for a talk. I've rang mum, just to say I've got there safely. Or, but to, that's the difference, maybe, isn't it? We, to I, this I, I, day, I, I don't think mum has ever rang me to say, when are you getting home? You know, a good point is, you know, because mum always says to me, I didn't mm. phone no, no, no. no, mum rings me. No, no, I don't they ring you, but they always say that. 100% they ring me. Mama, I don't give you phone call anymore. No, but even now, it's coming up to a year since I moved. I'm not having to go at mum. But mum... Well, I hope you're not. <laughs> mum never rang me. It'll be a point of uh, discussion ah, tomorrow. Yesterday, or sushi rang, obviously, we did, had a bit of a, you know, doubt or whatever. And do you need anything? That's that's different. But just generally, like mum rings you too. Oh my know. God, I get seven calls a day. How are I, you? I don't even, do even get seven calls a month. Moon goes, how are you? Are you okay? Mm. Yeah. That's a good thing, isn't it? No, it's a very good thing. Yeah, if your mum rings your mum, dad used to ring me all the time. Ah, bus. Yeah, so, you know, it was different. Memories in the end. So, but obviously, you know, if looking at rights. Can you throw us another What What, what are the rights of, of the husband? What are the rights of the wife? You know, because people don't know these things, Imam Adil. People are uneducated about this. <laughs> so tell us, if they don't you're know the Maulana sat here, and um, I could talk about it, but nobody, you're not asking ask me the question, I'll tell you. Lack of education, I think it goes back to the earlier point that we were making. Culture dominates, obviously, religion. Hmm. Uh, a lot of our mindsets are culturally influenced, and, and that affects how we are. Uh, and culture isn't just from the Indian subcontinent, it's obviously the West as well. You know, they look at the... Uh, Social media has become culture. Kim? Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Blending it, Mama. The blending it. Such a blender that was keeping up with the car. He, all, he knows the no, Kardashians, everyone. Every, the whole world knows the Kardashians, whether you're a Molvi or not. No, but I'm, <laughs> obviously we live in the world as well. It's not I come from a cave or something. But the, the reality is that a lot of our sisters, and, and TikTok plays a big part in this, yeah, uh, no, Snapchat, yeah. Instagram, all these things play a big part, you know. And and me jumla jume which towards the end obviously, me ha dard de dil liya bas. Kabool karo apni marzi na kabool karo apni marzi. All them obviously is a bit of a tough crowd. Dard de dil liya, yakinan you know, it's it's very sad what you see and hear about our young sisters. Uh, and you know I, I might be slated for the word I'm going to use now, but uh, maybe probably mispronounce it first. But prostitution. Prostitution. What's the other word? And you add the ed at the end. Huh? Prostitute. Prost. Prostitute. Where they're basically selling themselves. Prostitution, you know. Yeah, I know it's prostitution. There's a word I'm looking for, but anyway, th and that's what it is with some sisters, unfortunately. Yeah, you, I don't know if you touched upon this yesterday, but. Yeah, uh, yeah know, some, some very, very sad. Into as, uh, and these, as, you know, these young yeah. women, these young girls, so, so to speak. And I've got two daughters, obviously. And yeah, but if society does that to them, isn't it? They feel like they, they're in competition. They mm. have to show that they... And in, in and then what they're doing is they, they, they're selling themselves, as in selling themselves short in, in many aspects by mm. putting semi-naked pictures up or... 
or, or putting themselves in a scenario where in order to be accepted in society mm. or accepted within their circles that they have to and then come across very in this manner sisters, and, and I'm not having to go at anyone again I've got two daughters of my own I'm not having to go at anyone you know and uh, uh, these same sisters then will become the wives of tomorrow the mothers of tomorrow the daughter-in-laws you know and, and because they've been influenced and we're talking about culture here because they've been influenced by all of these things around them Essentially, essentially, uh, you know, it's, it leads on to the issues and problems they have with the in-laws and then making demands on the husband that we need to move out within six months or whatever it is. You know, uh, you know is it a bad thing to move out? I didn't we say it's a bad thing. Yeah, we did speak about it. I didn't Maybe say it's a bad thing. Uh, you know, and uh, I, I think there's a lack of knowledge. We obviously have been planning to put a write some marriage course together uh, and you know uh, talking about uh, the importance of the rights of the husband and the rights of the wife and you know the rights of the in-law and there's just got to be there's got to be tolerance and understanding very important ingredients to a successful marriage compromise you know not throwing tantrums uh, if you don't get your way or you know sometimes it's the case of uh, they if the wife doesn't get her way she'll say something about the mother-in-law that will lead the husband being stuck in between mother and wife very true you know so I think it, uh, <laughs> not speaking from personal experience of course but uh, I think it's probably the most difficult relationship or position uh, that a person can be in between the mother and the wife. Not uh, when we, we spoke about yesterday, what Kilap is asked about was on the first night of marriage, what they told their auntie. Yeah. And they said, Look, my genet lies underneath my mum's feet, your genet lies underneath my feet. Mm. If you look after her, you've got the world for me. Yeah. And I think that the, you're right, that balance between uh, wife and mother, uh, the men nowadays need to, they need to learn how to balance it right. Some of them give more precedence to their wives and some of them give more precedence to their mothers. And a lot of marriages are breaking up because of that, unfortunately. Because, uh, again, men just can't... Do, who, do not who's willing to listen? Yeah, and we're how very much fickle a, as well. You know, how much uh, can you emphasize this? And this starts from a young age. You, you can't just have a eight-week course before you get married yeah, yeah. and expect you to live uh, uh, 20 years or 30 years of uh, bliss marriage. It comes down to character as well, Imamadul. If he's not mm. a patient person, naturally he's going to... You know, we live very much in the moment. I don't know if you agree with me. Uh, generally, as people, that that's how I see it now. A lot of people live in the moment. So if something bad happens today, they think, oh, no. Oh, no. It's all, it's all come crashing down. I'm be like, all in the end yes, all. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen a lot of that, especially with the lockdown and people going through their own mental stresses and issues. Mm. A lot of people who look at the big picture. They're just seeing what's in front of them and saying that and uh, relating that back to what we're talking about if you're in an argument with your wife and your wife does say something about your mother just maybe to get at you it should be the guy's job just to think yeah we're yeah, in an the argument the obviously uh, tempers are flaring just move away yeah, calm yeah. down the call of imam ahmed bin humble that uh, one of you needs to become the fire uh, sorry one of you needs to become the water that extinguishes the fire True. in that relationship if both of you are you know full of anger and anger comes from Shaitan and Shaitan is made from fire and you're at each other's throats uh, and then, you know, 
I got accidentally, phone. he says, uh, obviously, unintentionally, not accidentally. I got story in this in my mind. I don't know what you're saying. Mm. One of our Muktadis rang me last year saying his friend accidentally, this is what his friends told him. He goes, accidentally, I said the last three times in an argument. Mm. Can't, I can't do accidents. So I said, yeah, I said that to him. I go, it's not it accidental. I'm, I'm sure I rang one of you two. Oh, I don't go save it. Go save it. I don't know. You rang him Muhammad at the time. You told me the masla. The guy, uh, the woman had to get married again. Mm. You know the masla and halala. Halala, and then she comes back to him. Well, they not necessarily not that way, but. But they were not accepting. That was only way because they went to two muftis before me as well. Allah. So but they, they came didn't, to the grand mufti. They were looking for a loophole in Muhammad and they think. That's it. But there wasn't, and if he was patient in the first place, mm. nothing would have happened, and he wouldn't have had to go through such a. Business. I think I think you can't, uh, you know, teach this over again two months or it's it's a gradual process of how people are influenced by society, their friends, their family members, and it it is what molds a person. Yeah, you know, it is what molds a person on. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm just. Alamasa, mashallah, kitab. I've gone and yani. I just picked one of the books up in the library. Wabal, that quickly wabala. Whilst it was there, and and I've just I've just opened a discussion here. Hukuku uh, Zoja, the rights of uh, the the wife. Mm. You know, the first right she has is the mahar, as we've discussed. You know, this is miqdar min al mal yuqaddimuhu zawju li zawjatihi in the act of zawaji o qabla. She can delay it, she can take a part of it, take another part after, etc, etc, all that. So that's the first part. The second is nafaka. The second right that a woman has is nafaka. She has the right to maintenance. So what is it? Al-Huwal-Haqqu-Thaniyu min hukuki zawjati ala zawjiha. Fala tukallafu bi-infaqi ala nafsiha wala ala zawjiha wala ala ayyi fardi min afradi usratiha. So it's got to be in such a manner, it's got to be, it cannot be um, a difficulty uh, upon herself, upon uh, her husband, upon anyone that's taking care of her, even if she's wealthy. She shouldn't put anyone out of pocket when uh, demanding maintenance. So maintenance for the children, for herself, etc, etc. And then there's verses that have been cited in regards to this. And then um, it also mentions husnu ma'ashratiha wa'ashiruhunna bil ma'roof Allah said and treat them with good justice goodness kindness be good with them wa'ashiruhunna bil ma'roof in relation to women Nabi said I am giving advice in relation to women a woman is created from the rib and then and, and the hadith continues so if you straighten it uh, it's, it's a bent rib crooked rib if you try to straighten it it'll, it'll break if you try to bend it etc meaning sound that you shouldn't sound horrible so that again? They said the sound has gone. I don't know what it is. Is, is, these is it back? <laughs> these are the same mics Joe Rogan uses. So he's not Gee. Gee. Yeah, he was saying some uh, software was updated yesterday. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
فإن كرهتموهن فعسى أن تكرهوا شيئا وجعل الله فيه خيرا كثيرا. And if you don't like something about them, perhaps you despise or dislike something in them, but it's actually good for you. There's good in that for you. And the Prophet ﷺ, you know, it's, it's told us that we shouldn't look towards the flaws of our spouses. Mm. You shouldn't be looking at picking out flaws in your husband and your wife and focusing on the negatives. Focus on the positives. When we you. are looking, we do that straight away though, Imam Sahib, wouldn't you agree? When Gee. we are looking for the spice, we, uh, spouses, we do that straight away. Yeah. Spices as well. Spices as well. Yes, we look mm. for the... More models and fire A lot of people add the spices. Uh, to these situations and they create ikhtilaf. the yeah. sister-in-laws create ikhtilaf amongst yeah. marriages mother-in-laws why mm. why are you getting involved in someone's marriage let them live live and let live wah. Wah. live and let live let, the, let them enjoy their marriage the motto of uh, hillful fudul isn't it mashallah so i mean these are and then has make, uh, one of her rights is it is from ومن حقوق الزوجة على زوجها أن يعلم. well you're straight in bit unprofessional. Mom, I don't understand what is with you and food. Yeah, I'm how many times I told you you need to control what you eat. Somebody actually just said shall I get you some moderation in yeah. relation to eating. Somebody actually well. just said. Uh, My eldest brother asked me for something, so respect goes out the window. So I take a rupan game. You know, when you say these little things, it makes my heart full of warmth. ومن حقوق الزوجة على زوجها أن يعلمها من امور دينها ما تحتاج الى معرفته لحياتها There are sisters sat here who do not know what their rights are prior to marriage. watching live That's metaphorical better. metaphorical I'm just going with the So you know it's from amongst the rights of the wife that Of over her husband, <laughs> it's the right of the wife of the husband that he educates her in matters of the deen. Wow! But if he himself doesn't have education of mm. the deen, then why are you marrying that guy? This man is meant to guide you in the matters of religion. Yeah, but if you look at it, uh, look, hold that point there. Not everyone's educated, so what do you do? Seek knowledge together. Embark on this on this path of seeking knowledge as a husband and wife. Yeah, but Imam Adil is part yeah, of but everyone not, to know the basics. Ninety-eight percent of people. Are not interested. Then I don't want to know. Then when they ask, "What are my rights?" This is one of your rights. So are you giving your right up? Hmm. You know they're asking for a right. I'm telling you, this is one of your rights. This was written. Very true. Ya ayyuhaladina amanu ku anfusakum ahlikum nara. Or you who believe, protect yourself and your families from the fire. Wakudu hanasu wal hijaratu alayha malaikatun ghilazun shidadun la yasun Allah. ما أمرهم يفعلون ما يؤمرون. In Surah Tahrim. So here it mentions again Allah Almighty in Surah Surah Taha. Allah says: وأمر أهلك بالصلاة واستبر عليها لا نسألك رزقا نحن نرزقك والعاقبة للتقوى. So it's from amongst كلكم رائن وكلكم مسؤول عن رأيته. All of you are shepherds. You will all be asked about your flock. A husband will be asked about his wife. So what have you given your wife in terms of ta'lim of the deen? If you're a young sister looking to get married, you should be looking to marry someone who is educated in the deen, who will then educate you and help you. And then what's the right of uh, the husband? We're talking about rights here and we can conclude after this. 
One of them mentioned that a woman is obedient to the man. A wife is obedient to the husband. Nabi said, That if I was to order anyone to prostrate to anyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then I would have ordered the wife to prostrate before the husband. But of course, it's haram to prostrate to anyone other than Allah. Allah. But this was to emphasize the greatness of the husband in the life of the, of the wife. So this is the right. One of the rights is that. And, and Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she, she, she said that. Uh, but she asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mm-hmm. yeah. Who has the greatest right over the woman? Mm-hmm. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, Zawjuha. Her husband has the greatest right. If the husband has said don't do this and your mum is saying do it, then you listen to your husband. You don't listen to your mum. You don't listen to your father. You give precedence to whom? Your husband. Your husband has the greatest right over you. You are now effectively by marrying him, you've gone into a contract. Nikah is al-aqad. You've gone into a contract where you've given him the rights to you and over you and vice versa. And then she said, Who has the greatest right over a man then? And Nabi said, Umuhu. His mother has the greatest right over the man. But who has the greatest right over the woman? Her husband. So it's very important to keep this in mind. And this is one of the rights that the, the wife... Uh, when are you, you going to get all this done? Even for example... You talk, Imam, mashallah, very good talk. Imam Adli even mentions here from this back in the obedience of, of, the, of the husband, the rights that he has over the wife is that if it was a voluntary fast, and he wanted to sleep with her. And we know that if um, um, intentional sexual relationships with your wife it breaks your fast. We all know that you know if you are fasting, then your fast will break if it was um, preempted. Why are you looking like that, Imam Adil? It seems like you're surprised. I'm intrigued. Intrigued. So if she, had, if she was voluntarily fasting, she should break her fast to please her husband. Meaning that the husband has that great right. She can't break a fourth fast. This is one of the rights. Subhanallah. And Keep like going. this, there are Keep many going. other rights. <laughs> I'm going to take Ijazat from everyone. I'm going to be two minutes. Don't worry, he'll be still going through his... Uh, and then one, a second right of this is what? That she, he has the right over his wife, that she protects his house and his wealth. Mm. And then, Azuhuru amama zawjihabi ahsani madhar. The husband has the right that his wife dresses up for her. She right. looks good for him. The husband has the wife right over the wife that she dresses up for him. Mm. Let me word that properly. Did you? She has this right over him. Like it, Jana, like it, he has this right over her. Jari rakha, Jana. And, and that's it. But my question is, you were supposed to do this back in 2018. Gigi, Jana, I was meant to deliver, but I thought yeah. it's better once I'm married. Uh, it gives me more right and precedence to nee, do this. Mara, Today you don't need to do it yourself. Type up the notes. Get the cost. And you notes. deliver it. Huh? Uh, is that what you're trying to say? That I prepare your content and uh-huh. you, you deliver. But very, these are rights and we very need to important. study the rights. You know, the rights very of, important. you know, people don't understand that these are, you know, testing, testing times and in order to understand. You know, and it's important that we do this, Imam Adil. You know, we go into, mm. we, we get into a position where we are studying and learning about these rights. 
Hmm. Otherwise, there's, it's problematic. It's, it's, it's not going to be good. Marriages are going to fail. Marriages are going to have a breakdown. And there's going to be a problem. You know, if you if, dressing religious does not make someone educated. Dressing religious does not make someone religious. Having knowledge of the deen and acting upon that is what makes someone religious, practicing. Hmm. Is al ilma al amal. Yani acting along with having this knowledge. And that's key, Muhammad. That is very key. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't have the knowledge. They try their best to practice. They need to go back to the books and study and but learn. This is what I was this. saying earlier that our elders, ilm thorasi amal zedasi. The Ajkal mashallah, library full of books and ilm uh, we have at the tip of our fingertips. Uh, you know, uh, we have uh, our fingertips. But amal ni kamzoriya. And that's the reality, you know. And, and we need to go back to the basics. And husbands need to respect their wives and vice versa. Wives need to respect their husbands. And there's nothing wrong uh, with uh, the husband taking out the rubbish. Huh? Yeah. Sunnah of the Prophet There's nothing wrong uh, with the husband doing the household chores. I'll be honest, I whack him up. Uh, but, you know, if you said that uh, to somebody else, or you talk Imam Sahib is whack him up. Bar Imam Sahib, but at home I'm a husband. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I get the girls dressed or, you know, take part in, uh, you know, washing them or uh, preparing them for the day or whatever it is, feeding them, especially Rifka now, mm. uh, you know, feeding her. And, uh, you know, th there's nothing wrong in that. Helping your wife, uh, supporting your wife, doing those things which are prophetic sunnas. But you say it, uh, you know, uh, so you say it, uh, uh, you know, you might say it to your mom or your dad, the, you know, I'm not talking about me, but just generally, oh, so sometimes frowned upon, again, culturally, a man shouldn't do that, but why shouldn't he? That's what I'm trying to say. Why shouldn't he do that? Yeah, but uh, it's a joint. It's a joint partnership. Joint That's relationship. What it is. It's a joint relationship. It's a partnership. Yeah. If if you're gonna let one person suffer, and and carry all the burden, what's gonna happen? Mm. And similarly, in the upbringing of the children, and that's a podcast in itself. And we'll do that tomorrow because that'll be yeah. you know, more appropriate you know, and, and, in that sense. At the end of the day, uh, you know, you can't just place the burden on the uh, father. Just on the father that his duty is to give. Tarbiyat and do nurturing and parvish of the son and the daughters. Uh, or just the mother, even though the first madrasa ga uh, is the lapse of the mother, but it's a joint responsibility. That's key. I think this this you point know, here is very important. That you mentioned is, is very important that people understand that marriage is a joint partnership. It's not a one-way street. It's two-way. Both have to play an equally important role. The roles may vary, but if they and responsibilities. But the and and the rights the husband has, the wife has. Some of them I've mentioned here. Mm. But it's, it's something very important to bear in mind is the following: that an individual, you are both equal before Allah Jalla wa'ala, though your roles and responsibilities may vary. Because this discussion of feminism and women don't have the rights and etc. etc. All that. So it's very important to mention this and keep this in mind. Uh, with regards to um, 
with regards to you know the roles and responsibilities mm. that are between a husband well, and a wife you, in you marriage. Know, if, if we play our part and educate people, you know, I've just had somebody message me uh, after yesterday's podcast. Her husband took out the dishes uh, or washed the dishes for the first time in 19 years of marriage, thanks to Imam Asim's podcast. No you way. Have, your eyes lit up there, didn't they? Really? Mm. Someone who we know very well. I won't take names. Eh? Who's a Mujaddid? I'll give you a rest. He's reviving. No, no, but I mean, this is the whole point. If, if people are watching, families are watching this, mm. they've got to understand, look, marriage is a compromise. Marriage is understanding. Marriage is love, mercy, compassion. Marriage is, you know, for God's sake, you're married to the woman. If you're married to her, what does that mean? What does married mm. mean? What does marriage mean to you? I don't it think people understand they the actual connotation. It's, uh, like you, you said, Zina's cheap is easier to just go get your moment of thrill and that's and it. And there's nothing it. wrong in even saying, I love you to your wife. It's the sunnah of the Prophet. You know, and and some, people, salam, some people... They think that, you know, the alpha male perspective, yeah. you know... Oh, it, it, it's that cultural thing again. You know, I'm going to be frowned upon. Western culture says, yeah, a man's got to be, look... No, man. You're not... A, you're a man. You know, what does Don Vito say to... He who's not a family man is not a man. Do you, do you spend, you know, he goes to Sunni, Colleoni, and he's Sunni, because uh, though it's a movie, is fictional, whatever it may be, but the point is, people look up to this and glorify this, and he, what does he say? Have you been spending time with your family? And he says, no, he says, well, you, you can't be a man if you don't spend time with your family. Hmm. So spend time with your families, man. Spend on your wife as you would spend on yourself. She has the right over that. Give her the same food that you would eat. Yeah, that's, that's within the you rights. You know, and this is the sunnah of the Clothe Prophet. Clothe her with the same clothes. The same clothes. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, and, and this is something, I don't know if you touched upon it yesterday, yeah. domestic violence. No, well, domestic violence, we wanted to touch on tomorrow, on Me, being well, the reason of why. Yeah. You know, we really, just, just like the early days of marriage, the rights, the responsibilities, that's Teak. what I want to focus on today. Teak. You've not read the agenda of today's discussion. No, I've not read it. I think the agenda went straight out of the uh, window as soon as I made you lot laugh. No, In no, the first it's 60 there. seconds. We're always going to go We've back. Done well. We've done well. Mafsav's back now, I'm refueled. Back. Refueled oh. for the last 30 seconds. Hint, hint. Oh, you want to? No, no. Have you had the call? No, I've not had no call. Allah. My phone's in charge. MashaAllah. That's a w good thing. Maybe you're knowing the discussion then. No, we, we've, uh, we've actually. Uh, you're saying that you're not, you're not no lesser a man taking the rubbish out. You're no lesser a man. True, true. You true. know, in. in, in Putting your wife's clothes together. I or do the bed every morning at the moment. Well done, mashallah. Uh, never did it in that's what I'm saying. For the, the other 27 years. years. That's what I'm saying. 26. Um, so, you know, it's, it doesn't make you a lesser of a man. I mean, if anything, it makes you more of a man. Mm. Doing the house chores and helping your wife, she's no slave of yours. Don't treat her like a slave. You know, help her. End of the day, she's the mother of your children. Bishop. Does that mean anything to you? You respect your mum so much. You know, why don't you respect your wife the same? Because she's someone's mother now. She's your kid's mother. Wow. But the concept when she's a Understand girlfriend. Understand Why is it when the concept when a She seems a to be more privileged. She's more privileged, but when, as soon as she becomes a wife. Yeah, it consumes the expense. And you know less. I'm telling you, you know less. If you're good to your wife. I know what you mean. Yeah, for some. Yeah. You know. Uh, getting a bit hip now. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's important that you... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just went on there. Sorry. Uh -huh. Are people still watching? Are we just talking to ourselves here? Or? No, you know, I think, uh, guys, are you guys watching? I think somebody requested Q&A. That'll be good for tomorrow evening, tomorrow I think. Evening. About 205 people still watching. MashaAllah. 
Mashallah. You know, it's good numbers. People are interested. People. Well, are obviously, interested. it's the it's the festive Guys, period. Guys, join this. Please share this. We got last ten minutes. I think. You we'll know, give us yeah half past eleven. We'll aim for. We'll, we'll come. We'll conclude at half eleven. Inshallah. Give us some positive um, comments. Positives are always good. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you guys are benefiting. And if there's anything we've missed in this, there was a brother who messaged me and he wanted to make wanted me to mention this point and I think it's very important. You know, there's people out there who have certain uh, disabilities. Maybe they can't hear too well, can't see too well. But they have soft hearts. And I think maybe this brother is struggling to find a wife because every time he's gone and they've heard that he's deaf from one ear or something, it's frowned mm. upon. And they look down on him on that. And that's not nice, man. Hmm. It's not nice, he but maybe he's got a good heart and you know he's a good person. He wants to give. He, he feels down. I tell you, I, I can sort of. I mean, I may not have the disability, but you can you can feel that rejection in in the sense I can understand his his sort of pain or whatever he's feeling in that sense, and it's not nice for for somebody who may not have the same physical faculties as the other, whether it's hearing, whether it's sight, whether it's taste, whether it's smelling or whatever. He may be disabled. That you know. He gets rejected because of that one. Um, what do you call? What's the word? You uh, one uh, uh, deficiency because he's deficient in one way. He's not. He's not actually deficient. Maybe Allah's given him a heart of gold. Subhanallah. Don't they say if you are one of your senses is lower, the other senses are anyway more heightened? So and 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 you know and why why look at that if he may have autism or he may be he may have you know a hearing aid on so what. Apparently, we're all on the autism spectrum as well. I'll say that to everyone out there. Because I used to work for Scope, the disability charity. We're all on the autism spectrum, Imam Adil. You're definitely extreme after today's performance. <laughs> no? You didn't like that joke? Kariya Naiman. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> the guy's blown, man. <laughs> He's blown. I go with all the autism. And all you do is eat. Exactly. All yeah. you do is eat, Imam Adil. I see I'm the taking, I'm taking advantage of these, mashallah. Freebies. For you, Freebies it's like that you, just, you just sit there and, you know, you, you I thought this is where you wanted. You oh, I thought you wanted yes. me to be relaxed. I thought you wanted me to be relaxed. You need to end it I'm right now. Huh? <laughs> end it right now. No, one way you be, what do you call it, nice and gentle. And next way you eat too much. Don't cut us off. Oh. Don't cut us off. What are you doing, man? Anyway, I think it's been a, a productive discussion. And I think it's important that we understand, and, you know, some of the, the points that were there, you know, the expectations we've discussed, you know, the understanding, compromise. Patience is key. Patience mm. is a huge, and you know you're gonna have disagreements. You gotta be patient, and stop looking at flaws. Stop looking at the negatives in your marriage. Look at positives and work on them. Mm. That's the first thing. Get out of this negative, you know, um, pessimistic uh, mindset that you may have built up. And you know we've looked at in-laws' rights, the roles, the responsibilities, um, and and there's a lot of abuse happening in marriages, mental, uh, physical, psychological. Financial abuse, guys, you know, who are out there not gambling. Not just men to women. women not to just men uh, women. husband to wife, but wife to husband as well. It's the 21st century. It's a growing growing trend now. Mm. And especially in this lockdown you know, in period. This, lockdown pe- this last year, domestic violence cases have, mm. have shot up, man. You know, 40, 50% from what they normally are. Mm. Meaning that, you know, people are just not used to being locked down, locked in their homes and then they're lashing out on their wives why do you have to lash out on your wife and kids mm. go buy a punch bag and beat it up your wife is not your punch bag stop abusing her stop physically abusing her i just don't understand how a man can resort to that what 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 is in a man's mind that he has to physically resort to abusing a woman weakness you know and that's a weakness on a man's part you are no no you're not a man if you're beating a woman up you're not a man if you beat a woman up 
you know, your it's, it's just the Prophet alayhi salatu salam, never. the companion never ever raised their hand to a woman, to a slave, to a child, never. The only time they raised their hand was in the battlefield when somebody raised it against the, the Muslims or against him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Come on, man, we, we follow the sunnah. And similarly, the Prophet sallallahu never said no as well. Shifa Shri Mayana rewired that uh, say the Aisha says. This is the Yeah. This well, is the these, unique these, quality these of the things that we need to revive within ourselves. You know, the f- you know, only in La ilaha illallah did they ever say that. But they were the most uh, ajwad, most jabad, the most giving and uh, generous that there was. And, you know, it's very important that we keep this in mind and. You know, it's been an, an interesting discussion with Imam Adil to have an insight on how it's been a journey for him. Uh, again, Afa Sab has been on, on, on the cast as well. And uh, at the same time, it's been interesting to, to talk about the rights, the responsibilities of the husband, the wife, you know, what, what it entails, what marriage entails, etc. And, you know, inshallah, hopefully um, tomorrow we can conclude and wrap this discussion on special podcast that we have. Mama Adil looks you like Nusrat Fatili Khan. I'm sorry, I had to say it. Look, look at yourself. Can you just like move away from the mic, please? <laughs> sorry. Joe, what do you think? Just seeing if it's still fresh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> the way I'm sat. Yeah, look, 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 look. I can't see these, these uh, lights. Yeah, it's hilarious. I'm just, that's all I'm giggling away at. Have I done well today? Be honest. Let's have this Why do discussion. You have to be open like, no, because when you slate me when we're off the mic. No, I don't. How yeah, do you, you do. How dare you. Uh, Slate me on the mic. I'm not slating you. <laughs> so you dare slate me on the mic. Chola, if you're struggling for a third person tomorrow, we'll get Jawad on. Yeah. A lot of credit goes to Jawad, mashallah. I think the point that we're supposed to make earlier on, uh, some people are a bit impatient at the beginning. We might have a light. We might have a time that we're gonna, supposed to start, but we start a little bit late because we use the same equipment for our classes and courses. So Jawad obviously always... Guys... Donate to the institute. We'll buy more cameras. And you know what? We won't have that problem. Because I tell you what, there's a lot of content going out now. A lot of work happening. So support well, We looked at some of the figures earlier. I don't know if you want to share them with the public and you know, give them a bit of insight over the outreach that we have. Well, in the last... Uh, 12 months. 12 months on the Lickham Media Channel, YouTube channel, we've had a reach of impressions of uh, nearly 3 million. And uh, just on this, no let's bad. talk with Aima. We, we've probably after tonight's podcast, we will probably top two hundred thousand wow. in just the space of a month uh, or two months. So it's growing, and then just through our social medias, we've got. And that's all thanks to you guys, mashallah. Those of you watchers, supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah without you guys, there's, there's it's not, not possible. We're so. looking at uh, potentially sponsorships as well. People who want to sponsor, they want to uh, market their businesses on here. We've got some sponsorship plans for them as well. We're going to be pitching in season two. Uh, tomorrow will be um, uh, the penultimate episode of season one. Uh, let's talk with Aima. Season two will begin uh, thereafter. And we might have some, uh, um, what do you call it, spin-off. Yeah. Uh, you know, we might have some uh, uh, podcast spin-off. So uh, Didi wants to start a podcast just on football and sports every Monday evenings. So uh, he, he, he'll probably be starting on this platform. Let's talk with Aima, yeah. where it'll be him, one of his guys and me. And uh, Imam Adil might have a, a spin-off. He might have his own spin-off show uh, on Let's Talk with Aima or possibly on Alika Media. 
We might even move Imam Adil onto Al-Hikam Media and he'll just be solely religious and we see, get to see the Mulvi side of him. So Imam Adil will be interesting <laughs> to get him on board on that. Um, and I'll just carry on with Soldier Was. Shout out to Was, obviously he's in Pakistan. I hope his grandfather is feeling better and I hope he's well. His dad's well and everyone out there. And uh, obviously special guest every, every season. We'll have two special guests coming up and I'll always be joined by Didi and possibly Imam Adil and others as is, well. Uh, is, what's your brother-in-law's second name? Don't know. He says Salman Khan here. Yeah, yeah he's, he's loves your He goes, person. Alhamdulillah, top podcast, keep up the good work, yeah, inshallah, my brothers. Always great when we are blessed with Imam Adil's presence. Oh, wow. I like your brother-in-law. I'll tell you what, you like his brother-in-law, innit? You love it when someone gives you a bit. Imam Adil has been up early, did Juma who wrote this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> why are you writing that for, guys? Who wants Imam Adil on tomorrow? Please comment now. Well, Tanzim, mashallah, one of our students from the Mualdemia course, uh, he has said yes. Somebody gave me a ten out of ten uh, today. Academy. Big shout! I'm always impressed, man. Tohid, Tohid, I think he wanted a top guy. He It'd be nice to get Tohid on. He's got experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been through a bit, few struggles yeah, like myself. Yeah, I don't know if he'll be uh, willing to come on at short notice. But he wanted to do the religious podcast with me. I mentioned it to you that yes, day. And I was saying that we should. So I don't know if we're going to pursue that with him. He's a busy guy. Uh, so you got Tohid. I might have a little mission for well, him. Well, he did your very first public interview back in 2016, I think. Well, 15. No, well before then. Eh? Wallah, well before then. Yeah. That's a, it's whoa, all whoa, whoa, whoa. all coming through. Look at that. Yeah, definitely, Mama Adil. Definitely. Yeah, but these are people that we yes. know, man. People who we yeah, don't your know. Fans anyway, Mama Adil. Yeah. Guys, please subscribe. Subscribe. You planted them in there? No, I didn't. Even Dawood is saying uh, yes. Well, obviously, Dawood I'm, is going. I'm as number one fan. No, no, no. I don't know who Dawood is. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say that. Dawood, your man. He just goes, I don't know who Dawood is. The guy who supported okay. you through thick and thin. I know yeah. that. Let's be honest. Worry, man. I know that. More than us? These are not my fans. I'm good. No, no. Apart from uh, Shazad, apart from Shazad Aslam from uh, Blackburn and Tanzim, obviously, exceptional cause today on Sayyidina Isa Islam's life. I don't Shakil goes, I want Jabba. I bet you want Jabba Shaq. Seven years ago. Seven we weren't you, Shaq. We weren't you. Mm. Seven years ago, there was the interview with the... Uh, uh, Shaq replied that we weren't him. Mm. No. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? He goes, that was sad, I'm Hussain goes, what did you say? He's going to sleep at night. Uh, All I know is our first head and Shaka dying. Mashallah, one brother uh, or maybe sister, S-A-K, I've just subscribed from Switzerland. Wow. Bye, balde, balde. Get the word out in Switzerland, guys. Please share it. Let your friends know. Get them to watch in and see. And it'd be nice, man. It'd be nice. It'd be nice for you guys to join in. And oh, yeah. He's WhatsApp me now as well, Dawood. What did your mom ask you? say? Wow. Role person, yeah. Guys, I think we're going to conclude it here. Uh, Mama is getting too relaxed, and, you know, <laughs> we don't want people to see his relaxed side. You know, he's got to maintain his image. strict demeanor and, 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 Allah and stuff. Um, Can you move Mashallah. your hand? From Mani Chach, very good brother from BD3, older day brother. Yeah, mashallah, yeah. brilliant podca podcast. Guys, please subscribe, like, 
share get the word out get people watching there's so many more topics to come so many so many more discussions to come and um you know hopefully we'll be taking so yeah this I, podcast. i've probably missed one or two of the meetings last po- question what's the wisdom behind season one season two no it's just uh, obviously it likes to break it open that man you have to ask him on, on <laughs> needs of the public and oh my god i days. thought we're off, ended, ended, I thought we're, off. We, we're not oh, off we're on air we're on air so so sorry, oh carry on. Carry so so sorry. You're not. <laughs> don't you dare get me going yeah. now. No, you're doing really well today. You're doing. <laughs> Tell her, oh, he's walked there. <laughs> he's a drama guy. Sit here, this guy on his own. You know, you're just, you're just, you're a politician. You know, you. Do I care? Allah Musalli. You're bad man. Rabbi Khfir Warhamma Anta Khairu. So Allah. Guys, podcasts are not good, man. See you tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. Imam Adil will be back on. <laughs> I'm not going back on. <laughs> After today, I'm not going Imam back Adil on. Imam Adil will be back on. Yeah. Live and exclusive, one and only. Check it out. Jazakumullah khair. Please forgive us if you said anything wrong. We try our best. Please do. Please do forgive us. The best content. Uh, and, you know, inshallah, we'll see you tomorrow night, 9.30 p.m. for the final episode on marriage. Uh, there'll be a lot of discussion on domestic violence divorce some of the negatives uh negative connotations related to marriage uh, please share this get people to watch it as well allah bless you guys and i will see you tomorrow night 9 30 p.m subscribe like and share jazakumullah khair good night assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa